Hey guys, Jim Cox, FFG Advisors, Park Avenue Securities, and I'm here today with an interview with Holly Scotus. She's uh, got a new project that she's been working on called Yoga is Vegan, and um, when I saw it, I was kind of struck by I was struck by the message, and I reached out to her. And wanted to learn more. So, uh, Holly, thanks for taking the time to chat today. Oh, thank you for having me. Awesome. So, tell us a little bit about your background. Well, um, well, I own a digital advertising agency, and when my when my oldest daughter was born, I started practicing yoga. This was around 16 years ago, and um, I became certified to teach yoga in 2011. And it kind of coincided, um, as I went through my teacher training, I had been reading a book called uh, Life of a Yogi by Paramahansa Yogananda, and at the time, I, I knew of a relationship between being vegetarian and practicing yoga. So during the duration of the training, I decided to honor the vegetarian lineage and um, decided to go vegetarian coincided with some health issues and a, a death of, of my my father and also my husband's mother, and I've been kind of on the radar of, of how what you eat influences, um, you know, your, your health outcomes. And so the two kind of came together, and um, now I'm teaching yoga. I'm a Dharma yoga teacher. I'm also a certified health coach. Uh, vegan health coach and educator from Main Street Vegan, and the two have kind of come together to um, kind of bring the message of veganism and and yoga at this point. So, I mean, I would I would normally think, well, I mean, I would think that most people that do yoga would be vegan, but I know that that's not the case. <coughs> what do you What do you find is the resistance in terms of connecting the two? subjects by people. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's interesting you said that, because during my training, and, and like I said, I was initially vegetarian when I did my 200-hour. I'm in the process of, of finishing my 800-hour now. So, you know, the 200-hour is just your basic yoga training, learning how to move, move arms and legs, and a little bit of the, the history of yoga. But my one of my teachers at the time made fun of me for, for going vegetarian. She rolled her eyes. And really? There were a few others. Yeah, and it's not... I, I get reached out by people who've had the same, um, same or similar experience. And I think, you know, it's no, it's no different than people um, who are resistant to the vegan message who, who are non-yogis. There's an emotional... Um, component, right? There's a, it's so, so complex yeah. to think about, you know, what we eat, what that means. It stirs up ego, emotions. Uh, we've been told to do something else for the most part, many of us. And so I think the resistance is, is almost the same, that, that you can look and, and think, well, all right, well, they said vegetarian is part of being, you know, a yogi due to ahimsa, non-harm, but, but maybe it just means, you know, treat people nicely because the mind seems to 
to wrap and warp in ways that, that you know, make you feel comfortable if you give it the opportunity to, to set itself loose. So what about what about veganism is specifically yogic? Well, it ties down to there are I, I don't know if you know about the eight limbs of yoga, but that's in the the yoga sutras, the Patanjali yoga sutras, and there's something there's yamas and niyamas. Um, there are the rules and restraints, or or the way that you behave with the world and the you know, the practices that you keep on your inside as well that start to train you, right, in your process of yoga. And then the next one is the asana and the postures and so on and so forth. The very first thing that's mentioned in the yamas, which um, is something called ahimsa, and that means to do no harm. And the connection there is it's impossible to eat meat or even now, as we have more knowledge, be a vegetarian and not be participating in some horrific acts against all beings. Hmm. Now, I think I think vegetarian and some of the different. Um, it depends on the lineage of yoga that you're looking at, because some are vegetarian. You'll see that in Ayurveda with the milk, um, and the ghee, especially. Um, but there were other lineages that, that didn't do it. And even religious um, sects like the Jains, who at the time would, you know, they, I think they wear like a blindfold and they, they brush the, they sweep the floor because they're, they're trying not to eat, you know, even hurt the insects or they don't eat root vegetables because they're, they're upsetting a system there. And so mm. some areas really took the idea that he does to it. Level, and others, others the vegetarian, because vegetarian, I I'm, I'm losing you. Oh, can you hear me? I can hear you now, yeah. Oh, I, I lost you. I'm so sorry. Uh, vegetarian, you know, it feels like the right thing to do. Yeah. And, and, and you wouldn't know the way, that, the way that it's presented, the way that it's marketed to us. Um, and once you start to find out the process of what, what is happening to all the animals, you realize it, it's very unkind. And so veganism and ahimsa can, can only be tied with eating, you know, eating plants and, and not eating animals and, mm-hmm. and dairy, in my opinion. <laughs> That's where. You see, so, I mean, I've been, how long have you been vegan then? I'm... I've been a strict, strict vegan for about three and a half years. I have been plant-based for, let's see, uh, been about, well, 2011, there was about a six-month period or three-month period before I went plant-based, about 95%. But I like to say it was in 2016 because it was during a training for my 500 hours with Dharma Mitra where he he really got into my heart and one of the first things he said to all of us as we're sitting there and um, doing our spiritual discipline is he asked, is your refrigerator a morgue? Mm. I thought, that's a really deep, wonderful statement. And, you know, if you don't know who Dharma Mitra is, he's been teaching yoga for 50 years. He's 80 years old now. And he, he walks the walk. He's, he really, truly is a 
an amazing example of, of learning the lineage from his guru and sharing it completely with others. Gotcha. So what you mentioned, um, kind of the connection between uh, going vegan and um, the health benefits and what you kind of experienced with your, with your relatives, um, like what are, the, what are the connections between yoga, veganism, and health? Um, well, let's see. I mean, do you want me to answer back with my family or just take it forward? Either or. It's up to you. Okay. Well, I mean, as far as yoga and health, your, what you eat directly affects your mind and your body. Like, for example, right now I'm, I mean, I'm on a very uh, specific, specific diet during this training. We, we do something called a sattvic diet. And what that means is we're trying to, to eat and maintain ourselves in not really, uh, in like the cleanest, purest state, right? So if you eat something like onions and garlic, although they're very, very healthy for you, that will stir up more activity, right? And that mm. activity relates to the mind. And so depending on how deep you take veganism, um, you can go from the very base of pulling out animal products, so you're less exposure to different bacteria and viruses and hormones and, you know, just the energy alone of, of putting something into your system that was in a, such a high state of adrenaline yeah. and panic. At the time that you consume it, I can tell you from firsthand, the body will completely change and, and start to feel, you know, almost almost in a, a happier way of being. It, I mean, it's almost as simple as you are what you eat. Yeah. And when you're eating more plants, and you can be an unhealthy vegan these days, it, but, you know, the word vegan at one point meant whole foods, plant-based diet. But, you know, thankfully, to a certain degree, we're seeing all the kinds of, of you know, uh, junk food but or, you know, just tasty food coming in with vegan options, which is amazing for the animals, which is good, you know, better for people anyway. But from the yogic diet, it, it really becomes this refinement yeah. of eating more pure food and, and looking at them from an aspect of, of prana or life force. And what that means is, like, for example, let's just think about, you know, an apple. An apple that has just come from a tree is very fresh, right? So you're yeah. going to get the most benefits from that apple the sooner you pick it from a tree. But if the apple's been sitting next to some onions for a while, it'll start to get the dark spots and, you know, go bad. And you'll lose the, the life force of that fruit or vegetable the same way, you know, as it sits out. So, so the idea being trying to put the food interior system that has the most, you know, minerals and vitamins and phytochemicals that can help your system the better. Mm -hmm. An interesting, real interesting thing to just add to that. Both of my girls, my whole family is vegan now, um, but both of my daughters had 
similar experiences transitioning out of um, eating just the standard American diet with dairy and, and meat to, to vegan, but both of them at one point had either anxiety or depression, like different states of being really just anxious or sad in one way or another, and all of that is the result itself. Hmm. Which I find really, really interesting. So they were anxious or irritable so I, one of my older beforehand. Daughters, yeah, yeah. Um, my older, my older daughter was like when she was younger, she'd worry about like dying or that kind of thing. And yeah. my older one would, or my younger one would, would often be like, oh, I'm just kind of sad. And all of that subsided hmm. after getting rid of it. And they both attribute it to to the diet, which is really interesting. So I think, I think there is, mm. is this idea of the energy um, shift subtly in the body when you start putting, putting better things into the system. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, you know, my experience, I've been on this path, I guess, for about a year now. And, um, you know, really one of the turning points, and I think I shared it before, was um, we used to eat a lot of uh, tuna fish. And... You know, it had gotten to the point where I could actually taste the adrenaline and the kind of toxicity of the tuna fish, and I, I just got to the point where my I just couldn't stomach it without like throwing up. Honestly, it just um, we just couldn't I couldn't do it. So. Um, but yeah, you can you can sense that energy that the animal brings when it's going through the process of being, you know, harvested or murdered. Right. I agree. It's just you know how how often are people? This is why yoga is so fantastic, regardless if you're doing you know asana or meditation or or different forms, is that it allows you to start listening. Right, and observing and seeing mm. what's going on because we're so shut off in such a busy society right now that I think sometimes we just grab things instinctually and don't don't really give it thought. But once you do, you can really notice a difference. Well, definitely, you know, the society and the system wants you to go about your, your daily living unconsciously, you know, not thinking of the connections or interconnections or consequences to what you're doing, whatever it is, you know, whether it's using a certain hair product or, you know, driving a car or whatever you eat. So, Absolutely. So what advice would you give to people who are on a kind of path of kind of trying to find a, this connection to veganism? Like, is there a, like a guidebook to like how to transition or do you just do it? Well, you know, I think everybody's a little different. Um, you know, it's funny. This isn't my own advice, but it's advice I keep hearing over and over again, a lot of times through Yoga's Vegan as well. First of all, watch Earthly. That, that seems to be the documentary that shifts people very quickly. What's it called? Earthling. I think it's um, Joaquin Phoenix. Okay. 
I know, I know that one especially has like flipped the switch on people almost immediately. Hmm. I've never um, heard of it. Yeah, yeah. It's I think it came out a few years ago, but it's it's a good one. Um, maybe it's more than that. It might have been it might have been quite a while ago. But that's that's one where it really gets into the animal and aspect. Um, but then also start to I think education really helps. You know, what the health is a great documentary that had a huge impact on my children. Um, you know, I think you need to think like, well, are you doing it? A lot of people do it for health first. Mm-hmm. You know, it's definitely definitely very common and I don't think it matters how you get into it. But if you want to go all in, then there's there's great resources. I know uh, Dr. Uh, Michael Greger, do you know him from no. NutritionFacts.org? No. Fantastic resource. So uh, he's got he's got a site that he's put together. Um, it's completely nonprofit, and he takes every study. He's got a whole team working for him. They they comb every single study, medical study that's coming out, mm. and put out these little videos, like four to eight minute videos, talking about you know what what food does to your body and it it also gives you a little bit of um confidence right because it's easy to go oh i'm going to have like for example soy and then you google it and it's like wait no it's going to cause all these troubles and it's a really it's a really lovely way to look and go okay what is what is the data yeah um but he put out a guide i got an email for it today that um is Looks like a transition. How to how to transition straight to um, a vegan diet today? And there's there's other resources as well um, to take it to take it slow. Another another way that works for people is if you're somebody who doesn't want to go all in, start eating more fruits and vegetables, um, and start crowding out the other things or yeah. making you know. Honoring Meatless Monday and then maybe going for, you know, Tempeh Tuesday or, you know, and just start slowly making your way through it. I think everybody knows what their comfort level is. Um, And another great thing is if you're going completely plant-based or based or vegan, start going, go on, go on Facebook, find a community, find friends um, that will that will help you, you know, form a, a little bit of a, a what do you call that? Like support a, group. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> support group. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's really helpful because it really depends on your personality. For me, it, I, you know, I just did it on my own. My family followed, but not everybody has that, that mentality. The, um, you know, one of the things that I, <clears throat> kind of found for myself that actually helps reinforce um, kind of sticking to it has been I've really been experimental in terms of just mixing up different kinds of foods um, and kind of making batches of food and with the goal of really trying to eat inexpensively but healthy and so basically taking like you know, black beans, beets, shallots, um, and maybe three or f- like an apple, um, like three or four other things and different spices and really coming up with different t- 
textures and different mixtures, but that experimentation and that kind of drive to, for me, to drive down the cost of the food and, and the eating, yeah. but then also to really kind of explore these new tastes. And, I mean, honestly, most of them are like, when it's successful, and, and most of them are, it's like restaurant-quality taste, you know? It's it's incredible to make something and combine things that normally you wouldn't think about and have it come out as as just this this miracle of food in on the palate. So Right, no, I agree with you. It's it's really fascinating because you'll hear from a lot of people like, Oh, I I couldn't cut out all of that, right? Mm -hmm. All of the meat, all of the dairy, all of the fish. But once you come on the other side and you see there are so many more ingredients that that we don't pay attention to, especially with a standard American diet, that the food becomes really complex and fascinating. Yeah. And one of the realities, I think, is that the, the actual, whether it's a, a fish or a hamburger or whatever... The taste actually comes from spices. You know, there's really... Correct. And and you can inject those spices, whether it's, you know, McCormick's... McCormick has a, a, a hamburger spice and a Montreal steak spice. And basically, they're different kinds of peppers and, and salts. And I mean, you can basically make something completely plant-based and add a couple of spices and... You're like, wow, this tastes just like a hamburger or just like a, you know, whatever. And, um, you know, that experimentation with the spices, you know, really helps in terms of, I think, um, unlocking that connection to like a, you know, a pre-vegan taste buds. So. Right. Yeah, I think, I think that's great advice. Awesome. So what um, what do you do? Do you do coaching? Is is that kind of in the nature of, of the work that you do in terms of the the vegan is uh, is yoga? I mean, how how do you actually how does this come into play? Well, there's separate there's separate things. So I do I do the project Yoga is Vegan, and then I have my own Holly Scotus Yoga pra- um, practice where I teach. I do a lot of private. Um, I do some coaching through it. I've run, um, you know, I, I did a Facebook group this, after the new year, we did a yogi spiritual diet where I just led people mm. on a 21 day, um, you know, cleanse. And it was nice because it, it really spoke to somebody. She was Indian, she was Hindu, and it was like, okay, you just got me back to my roots. Cool. Um, it's hard. Yoga is vegan. So, you know, you walk a fine line with everything. I will, if you come to one of my classes or if you're a student of mine, I will always let you know if you want to further your practice, part of the key is what you eat. It just is. Um, and I think having the benefit of starting yoga when I was older, 32, right? I think it was 32. Um, you know, my, I wasn't flexible. I couldn't even sit on the floor cross-legged, which is funny, and now everything's changed. But as I've gotten older and I've had certain injuries or, you know, things settle in, I've, I've realized how you can counteract them with the food. So with my private clients, 
that's what I love to do when they're open and willing. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you're dealing with people who aren't vegan and you meet them where they are. Yeah. And you hopefully plant a seed and open the door. Yoga is Vegan is, um, is a different project. So it's, what's exciting about that project is I have yogis. I just feature other people. Yoga is Vegan is not about me. I'm on there a little bit. But um, my goal is to reach out and have yogis from all over the world and, you know, all over the United States as well share their stories of either how yoga and veganism have come to be part of their practice or sometimes I'll do a little Q&A interview for, mm-hmm. for people and, you know, have different leading questions that way as well. But the, the general idea is that this becomes um, almost a hub of inspiration Yeah. so that other yoga practitioners and hopefully teachers, I mean, I would love one day for teachers to really start taking ahimsa a little more seriously. You know, some do, but a lot don't, and they're unaware. Yeah. So finding a site like this and going, wow, you know, all these yogis are going deep past, you know, it doesn't, you still have a fabulous handstand or crazy advanced practice, but they're going beyond that. And not only are they, they making great strides just in their own mental space and the way that they treat other people, but I'm finding ones who are, you know, activists and really getting out in the community to, to try and help those those without the voices. That's so awesome. That's what that's what I hope. It's just it's more like bringing an awareness, um, allowing people to to just start to understand the vegan ahimsa connection, which has been really swept under the rug and, and lost a bit. It was just bring it up because there's there's so many yogis. Like if you think about how many people you know who practice yoga in some form. Mm-hmm. Could you only imagine if all of those people were aware of Ahimsa and they started to eat more plants? We could do such an amazing job helping helping the planet, helping the creatures. Like we could make a serious dent. There's a lot of people. Yeah. Well, and I so think that um, I think that when you look at like what's going on in kind of this age that we live in is that uh, that tide is rising, so to speak. So I, I think we're on the, you're on the right side of uh, history in that regard. Um, if people want to learn more or watch the, uh, those uh, programs that you have, where would they go to find those? Do you have a well, website? For or? Yoga is vegan. I'll tell you, I'll tell you everything. So for Yoga is Vegan, uh, it was, it's the name, yogaisvegan.com. Okay. It's the same for the Instagram handle at Yoga is Vegan. It's rather simple, and you'll see everybody featured there. I usually link or show them where you can find each yogi. Um, and so that's that's where the meat of the pro- uh, project is really taking place right now. I'm going to be in uh, at Cincy Veg Fest in May in um, Ohio, speaking uh, for on behalf of Yoga's Weekend, which is going to be really exciting. So if you're in Ohio, that's where I will be. I believe it's May 18th, but I'm not sure. And um, your, uh, yoga, your yoga studio's in uh, Connecticut, is it? Uh, yes. So I'm in, I'm in uh, Connecticut, in Fairfield County, and 
to reach my site to see what, what I do, you can go to Holly Scotus, that's um, H-O-L-L-Y-S-K-O-D-I-S.com, and you'll find my site there. There's My Instagram is in there. I don't really post as much Instagram for my personal. I'd rather showcase other people than myself, but okay. that's where you can connect with me. Gotcha. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to uh, chat today. And, um, well, thank you for having me. Yeah, I mean, as things kind of develop, uh, I look forward to, uh, to chatting again. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'll talk to you in a little bit. Okay.